Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 380 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're addressing the emotional side of changing your business model, especially if you are an overly sensitive Pisces. I honestly don't even know what that means, but the person who asked this question put that little caveat at the end and was like, especially for overly sensitive Pisces people, sure, I got you because it applies to anyone. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So today we're talking about the sensitive side of things. Jill likes to joke around about this, and it's the truth. I got I'm I'm a highly sensitive person. Right? I got I have the feels. I typically don't act directly from them, right? So I'm not super reactive. But yeah, I feel a lot of things, and actually, it's one of my favorite parts of running Legacy with her. Not that Jill doesn't have feelings. She's honestly one of the nicest ladies ever. But that is definitely where I you know, lean more towards and providing that kind of support for people and also just having more of those considerations with, with the approach to business. So this question actually came from one of the Instafam mafiosos. Uh, and she basically asked, how do you change your business model? How do you restructure things? How do you go from one-to-one into a group model when you're sensitive and you're like, I got feels and I don't want to let people down and I feel bad, what do you do? So we're going to jump into that today. But right off the bat, the first thing is at some point, you're just going to have to do it, right? At some point, you have to do the thing, you have to change the model. And so from a technical, tactical perspective, and perhaps what you want to offer and, you know, some of the rationale behind that, I got two resources for you. First one is uh, episode 374 of maestro on the mic i brought jill on for that episode and in during that episode we talked about that, about that switching the model and uh, i brought that up because she is you know the queen of online business and one of the things that we do a lot within legacy is helping people change their model and you know these intermediate plus business online online business owners that are ready to go to the next level or they're just they don't have the space for one-on-ones anymore so they need to either switch to a group model uh, implement a group structure add a group offer, something like that. And that can be really difficult for people. So first episode to listen to regarding kind of the technical, tactical side was going to be episode 374 of my show on the mic. And the second resource I got for you is actually one of Jill's episodes from FitBizU. There's no number on the episodes, but it's the June 6th episode. And Courtney, my A1 lady, she'll link both of those things for you in the show notes. So you can check that out there, right? So first off, main point here, at some point, you're just going to have to do the thing. But I want to use this episode to validate and address the things that go around that, the, the, the feelings and the emotions around it, because they are very, very real. So I got, let's see, six points that I want to talk about. And the first one is that 
you got to understand you're going to have those feels. You care, right? Even people that you think are not so feeling oriented or not so emotional, they do care, right? Everyone just has it to a different extent and everyone shows it in a different way. But people do care. We are inherently a social species. And we don't like letting people down. We, like, we don't like doing things that make us somewhat isolated or could make us isolated or could make people mad at us. So you're not alone. That's the first thing in feeling that. And two, I want you to just accept that, yes, you're going to have these feelings. You're going to feel bad about changing your offer, changing your structure. And perhaps as you feel like not, excuse me, perhaps letting people down. That's what I'm going to say. You're going to feel bad about the fact that you might be letting people down. So instead of trying to like push those feelings away and just wish you didn't have them, accept it, embrace it, understand that they're going to be there because you care and that's okay. The goal is to not get stuck in that and to not be so committed to feeling that way or committed to pleasing others that we don't move forward and we just stay in this thing until we're like incredibly, incredibly salty. We don't really want to go that far with things. The second point here is identify what your goal is with restructuring, goal or goals, and write them down. Write them down, make sure you can see them because I need you to commit to this. If you're like, hey, I need more time. I need to be able to deliver this service in a better way. I'm just overwhelmed. I'm losing track of people. I want more free time you know, outside of this. I can't, this is not a good work-life structure for me. Write it down. What, are, what is the reason that you are changing this? And I want you to commit to that because you're going to get some pushback at some times and it might be self-inflicted pushback, but you got to write down those goals, identify them and be like, no, I have committed to this. A little bit of a tangent or like a sub point here is that you may need to change the goal or the desired outcome of your offer because realistically we can't get the same, it's very difficult to get the same outcome with a completely different approach. Meaning if you go from a one-on-one model into a group model, you can't promise the one-on-one results. You can't promise that you're going to get super deep into everyone's shit and be like given this completely, you know, customized, personalized experience. You're not. You have to change that goal. And it's not that a different goal is a worse goal. You probably need to sit with that for a second and be like, all right, it's not a worse goal. It is a different way of, of doing this. And it's a different goal. And it is what people need and will be helpful for them. And it also meets my needs, right? So let's be super transparent and super honest about that and not make it something that it, it isn't and be like, oh, no, it's gonna be the exact same. It's just in a group. You can't. It's not, it's, that doesn't work like that. But there are other things that are beneficial from having that group model or having that different structure, right? Because this isn't necessarily just going to a group model, but the person who asked this said that. So there are going to be other benefits afforded to both parties, right? Both you and the, the consumer. So identify those things, right? The big thing here, what is your goal? What are your goals with this restructure? Get super clear, write them down, commit to them. And then I'm going to encourage you to make all of these changes basically at once. Because sometimes people will try to like dip their toe and then do a little bit of a change and then like, they wait a little bit and then they get another one and then they have to keep going back and forth. So same concept with like a price change. Just rip the Band-Aid, right? When it rains, it pours. Rip the Band-Aid so that you're not like, okay, I raised it by like $5 and then like in another like two months, I'm going to raise it again. Just take that big jump. What is the goal? Okay, what is the solution? What are the action steps? Implement that this time so that you can just chill for quite some time until you're like, hey, there's a new problem. I may need to re- reassess things and, and then change. All right, point number three, 
be honest and transparent with yourself and with the people that you're working with, right? Your, your customers, your clients. Articulate how this new thing, this new structure will be helpful for them. And if it isn't going to be the best fit, then don't say that it is going to be the best fit. Say why you're changing these things. And it's not necessarily to justify it so that they feel empathy. It's just to have an honest communication, an honest conversation with your people. I, just be an adult about things. I, I know that I feel like I keep talking about James Olivia's Relate Skills Intensive, but I honestly just feel like if everyone took that and utilized those skills, it'd make things a whole lot easier for people. We have a lot of guessing going on right now, and we think people are going to feel a certain way, and we want to control the situation so we don't say certain things, and we withhold certain information and that ends up just making it worse because the person isn't even feeling that way. So just be open and honest with your audience about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then outline the ways that this will benefit them. And it's not a method of coercion, right? And we're not fabricating the benefits of this thing. When you go to change structure, that's something to think about as well. Your people should benefit from it as well. And part of it is if you're able to show up better, yes, they will benefit from that. So you don't have to make up all this shit. You can just say, I cannot keep showing up this way. I cannot support you in the way that I want to be supporting you. To that end, this new model allows me to do that. At the end of the day, the person wins if you are able to show up better, more consistently, happier, more you know, recharged about that thing. Number four, give people time, right? Give them a heads up about the change. Yeah, like you could just be like, hey, next week rates are going up or next week there's, that's fine, but that's my guess. If you're listening to this episode, that makes you feel some kind of way. And you're like, but that's mean. That's too quick. That's fine then. Give people time. Think about how long you want to implement this change. Make a deadline. Write it down because deadlines are magic. And then stick to it. You got to commit to your own promises, your own deadlines, your own goals. But you give people time to adjust to this thing or time to prepare for this thing, it's still going to, you know, when the day comes, there still may be some what, what, because people don't read anything. But this way you can say that you went into it with the full transparency and giving people time to, you know, acclimate to this change. You can also, within this step, provide other resources for people. So you let them know that what's coming, when it's coming. And hey, you know, if you think that this isn't going to be a good fit, I, you know, I can, I have other resources to offer you. I really want, in everything I do, I really want you folks to just be able to take a step back from like the business side of things and just be a goddamn human and be like, how would I want someone to interact with me? Because I know that from a strategy perspective, there are plenty of business coaches out there that would be like, well, don't say it this time because then it's going to like confuse them about this. And then they may think this, like give people autonomy. They're adults. Give them the information, be transparent, be confident in your message. I already know that you care. That's why you're listening to this episode and being like, yeah, I have feelings about this. Show up in that way. How would you want someone to show up for you if they were changing something and they truly cared about you? What would that look like? Would they just pull a fast one? Would they try to coerce you into believing like, oh no, this is going to be better? Or would they just lay it out honestly and be like, this is why it's changing. This is what it's going to look like. This is how, you know, it benefits me personally. This is how I believe it will benefit you. And if it's not a good fit for you, that's okay. And here are some other resources. I personally 
would want that. Yeah, maybe I'm going to be upset that this thing is changing, but guess what? I'm allowed to be upset. And that person, in this case you, you're allowed to do things that make you happy and that benefit you. It's okay. It doesn't, everyone doesn't need to win and be happy rainbows and butterflies all the time. And I guarantee if you've been showing up for your people the way that I know that you have, which is why you're listening to this episode, your people know that you care. And they're not going to like have a temper tantrum and maybe they'll be a little bit upset, but they're going to be happy that you're showing up in a way that makes you happy, right? So moving on to, to point number five, kind of slid it in there already. That sounded weird, but we're going to go with it. Be prepared to lose some people. When you change things, yes, some people will leave. And maybe it's some people that you didn't even expect and you're like, oh my I don't think that there's going to be any like temper tantrums and I'm, I'm imagining like one of the real housewives like flipping a table. It's not going to be any of that, but some people will be like, this doesn't serve me anymore. You know, the, the immediate thing that comes to mind after the, the table flipping, the Teresa table flipping is when people change what they're talking about on Instagram. Oftentimes we see it or most oftentimes I see it when people get pregnant especially like, you know, I watch the, follow a lot of CrossFit athletes, especially when I was doing a lot more CrossFit and then they get pregnant and then they lose followers. I am followers. I am one of those people that's just like, this is awesome for you, but like this content doesn't serve me anymore. And I wish nothing but the best for you, but also it's just not what I want. And that's okay. It's okay for everyone. So if you're like, Hey, I'm going to show up in a different way. I'm, I'm changing things. I'm switching things. Be okay with the fact that some people may be like, this no longer serves me. And it's not a personal attack on you. It's not like you're not worth it at all. But understand that there is a business component to it, right? Businesses are built on solutions to problems. And if you are no longer solving a problem I have, or you're no longer solving it in a way that I want, then I would hope that you would want me to leave and not be just, you know, there out of quote unquote loyalty. That, that's somewhat problematic. People can still support you and love you and, and think you're great, but not be utilizing your services because they don't quite fit. And that's okay because I guarantee those same people will refer someone else. They'll be like, dude, you know, who, this is such a good fit. Go check her out. She's going to be a great fit for you. Like I switched doing these things, but like that, this is what you need like go do that. I promise you 100%. So be prepared for some people to leave and be okay with it. Allow people to do what they want, to get what they want somewhere else. That is going to be okay. It has to be okay. Remember, autonomy is sexy. And that ties us into our last point, point number six here. Ask why you are holding on to these people why you're so concerned about them leaving or not, you know, not wanting your services or being upset with you. Because I think that there's deeper layers there. From a financial side, that makes sense. If you're like, well, I need money. Okay, that's very fair. Very fair. Maybe you don't change your model up yet until you have things all laid out. If you're at a point where you're like, dude, I, I'm financially, I can change these things and I'm just really unhappy you got to go back to that and look, remember that commitment of I'm changing this so that I can be happier and I can show up better. I know that part of that list, one of the goals is serving your people better. That's why you have this business. I think everyone that listens to this that has a business is in the service, you know, serving industry in one, one way, shape or form, some way, shape or form. So if we go a little bit deeper and we're asking, look, why am I do, you know, committed to 
showing up in a way that I don't want to be showing up? Why am I committed to holding on to this model that's no longer serving me that I kind of hate? Why am I committed to still having these one-on-one clients that maybe I don't want? I don't want to be working with them. Like I've been with them for years, but I'm dreading this session. Or I, I don't, when I show up, I'm, you know, five minutes before, 30 seconds before, I'm rolling my eyes before I hit the, you know, turn the camera on. Or when I do show up, I'm just going through the motions. It's easy, but I'm just going through the motions. And you know what? Like, I have tasted this other thing. I know this other thing that lights me up. And like, I don't even really want to be doing this, but like, I know that they like it. I know that they count on me. If any of those things ring a bell, then I really want you, or they sound familiar, I really want you to take a moment and sit with that. Right, and, and think about if your overall goal is to help these people, to care for these people, how would they feel if they knew that 30 seconds before you showed up on camera, that you're rolling your eyes or that you don't want to be there? How would that make them feel? I think we sometimes tell ourselves a story because our ultimate you know, reasoning, our ultimate MO is that we want to feel needed and we like to feel needed. And so we hold on to these people who we believe need us and they scratch that itch. And we're scared to let go, not so much necessarily because they're going to be disappointed. I think that's part of it. It's a both and. But I think there's another part of us that's like, hey, but then they won't need me. And I, and I know that they need me. And I, want, I like this, this validation, this external validation. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I want to make sure that I'm not trying to shame you. We all have that. We all like to feel needed. We like to feel, I don't want to say we all like to feel needed. We all like to feel important in some way. We like to feel valued, right? Everyone to, to different extents. That in mind, if that's the case, then, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of treading into, once again, James Olivia territory. And that's like a, a little bit of benevolent contempt there of, you know, there's, there's a lack of, there's a little bit of fuckery going on there. There's a lack of uh, ideal, relate. I don't know if ideal is the right word. There's a lack of relating. I'll just say that. There's a lack of relating there when we're trying to control the situation when we want to feel needed when we tell ourselves like oh i'm doing this because they want me to do it but if we were to be fully honest with that person and be like but i fucking hate doing this how would they feel how would they feel i get it maybe they've been with you for years and years and years to that end i think they actually would want you to be super honest with them and they'd want you to to be like no this isn't the, you know I'm, I'm moving on from this especially if you've been showing up authentically this whole time and you have a true relationship with this person. If it was me, if I was that client and we've been working together and showing up and one, I'm sure that I could feel like, ha, ah, you know, this person's kind of pulling away. But if we've ha- established this relationship, I would want you to be like, I'm in a different place. I'm going in a different direction. Switching the model. This is what it's going to be. I believe that it would be a good fit for you, you know, to do this or if you're like, I don't know if this is going to be the best fit for you, that's even better. We all want honesty, transparency. Treat me like an autonomous individual. Treat me like a grown-up. If your people you're working with are like, no, treat me like a child, that's a whole different ballgame. That's outside of this, the scope of this episode. All right, but some things to think about because this does concern the feels. Right? So part of this question here is, what is it giving me this field? Why do I have these feels? Right? And not in a justify why you have the feels, but explore what's driving these feelings. And one of them is like, yes, you care. Cool. If you care, how 
should you be showing up then? What does that actually look like? Does caring look like faking it and doing shit that you hate? Uh, maybe, I don't know. This is an open-ended question for you. Does caring look like transparency and showing up as a fully autonomous being and giving that same honor to the other party? To me, yes. So some things to think about when you are changing that model or thinking about changing that model, right? We got six points. One, accept that you're going to have the feels. It's one of your superpowers, I'm sure. It's one of the things that makes you great at what you do because you do care. Right? You show up with, with so much you know, of yourself. Number two, identify what the goal or goals are with this restructuring, with this changing. Write them down. Commit to them. And then understand that the goals of your program or your new offer, your new service, your new restructure may be different than the promised outcomes of the other program that you had before, the other structure that you had before. That's okay. And then make the big changes all at once. So that you're not you know, constantly like, okay, two months later, I'm changing them again. Two months later, I got to do this again. Rip the band-aid. Number three, be honest and transparent. Articulate how it's going to be helpful for them, but be truthful about it and articulate why you're doing this. Why are you changing this? What's going on with you? Number four, give people time. You are people as well, right? Give yourself time with this. Give the people, your audience, your customers time. Give them a heads up. Be super honest and transparent about all of it. Just be a human and think about how you'd want someone to interact with you, how you'd want them to show up for you, how you'd want them to relate with you. Number five, be prepared to lose some people. Some people are going to say like, hey, this, this isn't a good fit. It's okay. You don't want people that aren't happy to be there. You don't want people that aren't a good fit for it. That's going to open up room for people that are a good fit. And I get it. It doesn't make it any easier to say this, but the reality is when it comes to hard things, you're not going to like cerebralize your way out of it and just think your way out of it. At some point, you're going to have to do the thing. So I want to I, identify the feels. I want to acknowledge the feels and validate the feels. But at the end of the day, it's action that's going to move you forward. And it's action that's actually going to comfort you the most. Why? Because then you're going to know what happens. Right now, we're sitting here on the other side of things, not knowing what's going to happen. Maybe they're going to be mad. I don't know. You take action, and you're going to learn. You're going to see. You're going to experience what happens, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, and then you can act upon that and act from there. And then the, the last point here is do some digging and ask yourself why you're holding on to this approach, these clients that you're not happy about, right? that you're actually quite perhaps unhappy about, that you know, five seconds before you turn that camera on, you're rolling your eyes. Or when you do show up, you're just going through the motions. Why are you holding on to those people? Would they be upset if they knew how you truly felt? Is how you are feeling and showing up, is that actually caring about people? Are we doing this perhaps a little bit more self-serving because we want to feel needed? Is the both hand there? I get it but something to think about. All right. That is all that I got from you folks, for you folks today. Shout out to the homie who sent this question in. I did a little question box on the Instagrams and this question came from there. If you ever have a request or anything like that, please hit me up. It's super helpful for me. I love answering these things. 
The DMs are always open at The Movement Maestro. You could text me. I promise it's me. It's going to be a green text when it comes back because it's a sideline, but I promise it's me. 310-737-2345. Quick little reminder Next week's episode, it's going to, next week's Monday episode, it will be dropped on June 20th. It's going to be with Catherine Bruni Young, super dope episode, super dope human. That's going to be the final short, excuse me, the final long episode, the final guest episode for the summer. So summer starts, I believe, on the 22nd of June. And so I'm going to take the summer off from guest episodes, but I'm going to be doubling down and I'm going to do two episodes a week to we'll call them weekly shorties because it's not Thursday shorty. Uh, we'll, I'll drop an episode every Monday and every Thursday for the duration of the summer. Summer ends, I believe, September 22nd, something like that. Uh, so the plan is to do those two a week shorties, Mondays and Thursdays, every Monday, every Thursday for the duration of the summer. I might bring back the long episodes before then, kind of in the beginning of September, because that's just kind of when people feel like the new year has started, like, ah, oh, we're back after summer, but technically summer don't end until the end of September. So uh, as of right now, it'll be just me flying solo every Monday, every Thursday, and my DMs and text messages are open. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. You listen, you share, you, you share reviews, you tap the little stars, which if you want to do that and you haven't done that, that'd be awesome. You want to go leave me a review? Would love it. It does actually help people to find the podcast. It makes the algorithm, whatever the heck it is, rank it as like, oh yeah, this is helpful. So you want to drop some stars? That would be super helpful for me. You want to leave a review, a little testimonial? Even better. I love reading them. All right. That is all that I have for you this time. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.